0: everybody. My name is Melinda Emerson, the Small Biz Lady, and I am so excited to welcome you. Now, Small Biz Chat, we have hosted it for over 10 years, and tonight we're really going to focus on what we call this peer-to-peer education thing, where what we are doing is giving you a safe place to get information so that you can succeed as your own boss. Now, I am excited to be here with you because this really is about giving our loyal fans just one more thing. We are joined by international exporting expert, Laurel Delaney. She's going to talk to us about exporting to China, doing business in China with the Chinese consumer. That's no small thing, so she's going to break it down for us. She is the founder and president of Global Trade, which is a management consulting company that helps small business owners go global. She is also a founder of the Women Entrepreneurs Grow Global, which is a nonprofit organization that educates women business owners on how to go global, and she's also the author of Exporting, The Definitive Guide to Selling Abroad Profitably. So when I need an exporting expert, I call Laurel Delaney. I'm so excited that you are here with us tonight. Laurel, welcome.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Melinda. It's such a pleasure to be here. Well, I'm
0: excited because I think, you know, exporting is something that's still like a little bit scary to people, you know, and when right. I... When I looked at the statistics in the U.S., there's really about 300,000 um, small businesses exporting, and most of them are exporting to the U.S. or Mexico. So when we talk about exporting to China, that's still something that not that many people are doing, but, man, it's a, it's a booming market over there, right? I mean, that, that's something it's very much worthwhile. I mean, isn't, isn't the Asian marketplace one of the fastest-growing opportunities globally?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And one of the things that I think a lot of small businesses, what they fail to recognize is that the easiest way to get started in exporting is really to go to from the United States to go to Canada and go to Mexico. And logically, that makes sense because it's pretty close in proximity in terms of the, you know the geographic radius. But to really take that leap to export to China, you've got to do a little bit of research, a little bit of homework. Uh, You've got to develop a a roadmap so that you feel pretty confident about what you're going to do and how you're going to do it once you do enter China.
0: Right. So, I mean, I know there's a lot of barriers, right? You know, tariffs Mm -hmm. aside, there's a lot of barriers to doing business in china can you tell us like what's what some of the top three or five you know barriers really are that people need to know
1: absolutely one of the top ones would just be bureaucracy or you could define it as trade regulations that involve let's say export compliance um, how to take care of registrations whether or not you need an export license and those items in and of themselves can really be a deterrent for small to medium sized enterprises. It really scares the daylights out of them when they see it. it's like those red flags going up. And how do you overcome those barriers has a lot to do with making sure that you conduct research, that you work with some organizations such as some big organizations like SBA or export.gov or trade.gov, many of the big governmental organization can really hold your hand and walk you through the process to sort of get you into China, if you will.
0: All right. So what would you say are some of the best ways to enter the market? You know, so I've got my registration license. I've gone through this like, you know, kind of red tape stuff you're talking about. But now I'm ready to do business. So what what do I need to do?
1: Well, There's a couple of ways. One is um, to try and connect with someone that is on the ground in China. And that can be a friend, it can be a colleague, or it could be an organization. Someone that you literally have trust with, that you communicate with, and you start asking questions in terms of what it is that you're attempting to offer, and making sure that there actually is demand for the product uh, in China. Um, a second way, which we've all been, I think, a heightened awareness on, is um, Alibaba. And it's, it's a real, not, not just a hot topic, it's a great organization from the standpoint that they now have a platform that is available to USA companies that you can easily get online and not just buy from suppliers, but you can actually sell your own products to their base of customers. And that's not just in China, it's wherever Alibaba is at. So that can be Brazil, that can be India, and that can also be the United States. So I I highly recommend a lot of SMEs take a look at that platform and consider offering their products to see if they can reach the Chinese market in that fashion.
0: So let's talk a little bit about Alibaba. Is it inexpensive? to get your stuff on alibaba like do you have to be one of their advertisers if you will like to sort of like get your product known on alibaba or is it just like kind of like amazon like do you throw your stuff up there and hope you have the right keywords and that people find you like is it selling on alibaba you've really got to be prepared to make a marketing investment as well right
1: So you definitely need to make a marketing investment, but backing up to your original question, there is a fee involved. It's an economical fee. Whenever I see something to the tune of, let's say, US dollars, $2,000, and if that's an annual cost for an SME, that's affordable. And then once you get up and running, what you're really paying for, in my opinion, is two things. One is exposure exposure to all of these potential customers and the second is then the opportunity to be able to sell to those customers all over the world and once you are up on their platform you do have to leverage the opportunity of let's say you know advertising you want to set up some other mechanisms that sort of are integrated into Alibaba, and that would be two other platforms. One would be WeChat, which a lot of SMEs are familiar with, and WeChat operates pretty similar to the USA Twitter, but once you get up on WeChat, you're connecting to Chinese you know, consumers and business owners all over China and other parts of the world. Second to that, beyond the WeChat, you also want to connect to Weibo, which is another a online platform but in that particular case with that platform you have to be careful because it's more that you need to speak the language which would be predominantly mandarin
0: oh well you know it's interesting because that was actually my next question do you uh-huh. do you do you need to know mandarin to do this or do you have to have somebody on your staff or a translator or something like can you do this in english or do you really have to understand mandarin
1: You really do need to understand Mandarin, but that doesn't mean, Melinda, that you need to understand it or I need to understand it. It means that you need to leverage and make sure that someone is on board that understands Mandarin, because that really is the only way to, you know, when I say create fluidity so that you have a dialogue and a communication that you understand what they're communicating to you and vice versa, the same when they're communicating with you. So I highly recommend that you get someone on board that can speak the language, because, for example, backing up, if you use WeChat and let's say it's in English, that's great. And you're you're trying to tap into the audience and you get going, you're trying to leverage what's happening on Alibaba and also crossing over to Weibo. And all of a sudden you see, ooh, you need to understand the language that can really trip you up. So I, I do recommend that, that you, you have someone that understands the Mandarin language.
0: Okay. Now, what about actually traveling to China? Like, can I do all of this from my comfortable office in Philadelphia, or do I actually have to get on a plane and go to Beijing? What do I need to do?
1: Well, in that particular instance, you really model what you do when you connect with people locally, like in, in your own market, in, in, in our case, let's in, in the United States, um, you can, can you can start to do business with an organization without traveling and meeting them. And you can set up, for example, how we're online right now and be able to do, for example, a Skype call and be able to have that warm and fuzzy feeling seeing someone. But second of that, pushing it further, after you move along and you develop the relationship, Nothing is better than sealing the deal by meeting in person. It's not urgent. You don't have to do it at the very beginning. But as you see, the relationship is really getting serious. The, the customer is ready to buy. And you, you definitely want to then make a plan to get on a plane and travel and meet with them in person to, to more or less just to really solidify the relationship.
0: Good stuff, good stuff. All right, Laurel, I'm gonna put a pin in it right there. We're gonna go to commercial, and when we come right back, we're gonna spend some more time with Laurel Delaney learning how to reach the Chinese consumer. I'm Melinda Emerson, the Small Biz Lady, and we will be right back. Hi, I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady. I know you might be thinking about quitting your business and going back into corporate America, but wait, before you give up, my new book, Fix Your Business, could give you a whole new lease on life. My 12 P's of running a successful business will walk you through step by step how to grow your business revenue, how to hire great people and streamline your processes and so much more. Grab a copy today of Fix Your Business and get your life back. Welcome back to Small Biz Chef. I am talking with Laurel Delaney. She's an exporting expert and she is the founder and president of globaltrade.com. And Laurel and I were just talking about how important it is to really know Mandarin. And if you're going to partner with an organization or a broker or something over in China, you really need to go over there and meet them and, and and seal the deal with, with personal relationships. Now, Laurel, I wanted to kind of come back to you and talk a little bit about, I know you mentioned earlier that the federal government does offer, you know, some resources to help people with exporting. Can you talk a little bit more about those agencies you mentioned earlier and explain kind of what they do?
1: Oh, sure. Uh, the two big ones are, export.gov and trade.gov. Both of those organizations have just numerous offerings for small business owners, whereby they can access market research concerning country profiles. For example, if you want doing business in China, you want to find out everything there is to know about doing business in China, they would have a report covering that. And beyond that, they also will set up potential uh, meetings and opportunities to have you meet with distributors that might be interested in your product. And even beyond that, um, they will set up trade missions and set up appointments for you. They really serve as your arm when you are trying to do business in any part of the world for that matter and it's just they're great resources and great uh organizations to be able to connect with
0: very cool now real quick what are some of the best things if you're just getting started you know kind of selling the chinese market what are some popular products to to sell
1: well melinda actually backing up a little bit, we didn't cover this but one of the things, I, if anyone follows metrics, any stats, you'll see that there's a lot of activity going on in Southeast Asia. That Southeast Asia activity is primarily primarily having to do with agricultural exports. But in the case with most SMEs, they really like to get involved with more how I define CPG, consumer product goods. So those types of items that would be houseware items, kitchen items. But a big one for China right now is actually, surprisingly enough, is um, anything to do with children, whether it be toys or it could be organic, uh, mm-hmm. high value food items for young people. And even beyond that, uh, luxury items is another. Luxury items will never go away. Uh, the Chinese population, they just love the Herms and they love the Burberries. They like the Tory Birch type items, you know, the handbags. So that's what's really moving out there right now.
0: Interesting, interesting. So if you're going to go into the Chinese market, what kind of time frame really can you give yourself to, to, to build brand awareness you know, in China? What's realistic?
1: Now, I'm not trying to be a smart aleck right now, but realistically, when I say you know, give it plenty of time because it takes forever, uh, it takes a really, really long time. I, I hate to say to you that it depends, but it does depend on the product that you're offering, what your resources are, not only financial, but the, the human power, the labor power that you have behind your organization. Um, so taking all that into consideration, I think the best way to really accelerate the process is to always start off with someone that you can trust. If you can trust the partner, you can move a lot faster than if you start cold. You have no idea who you're dealing with and you think that this could take like for forever or for years.
0: Got it. Got it. Well, Laurel, I'm going to leave it right there. Thank you so much for giving us this valuable insight. You know, today is World Entrepreneur Day, so if you're interested in going into business and taking your business overseas to the Chinese market, Laura Delaney is the lady that you want to look up. So check out her website, globaltrade.com please, those of you who want more information about my guests and any more information on how to start and grow a business, please head over to my blog at succeedasyourownboss.com I have over 5,000 articles about how to start and grow, and tomorrow I'll have more information on these three, so you don't want to miss it, and thank you all we will be back on Twitter next week so don't miss that, the mission of Small Biz Chat is to end small business failure, I'm Melinda Emerson, the Small Biz Lady, and I will leave you with this, you never lose in business either you win or you learn god bless everybody thank you for listening to the small biz chat podcast with belinda emerson for more resources and small business success strategies visit succeed as your own subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next wednesday